Receive all the glory, Lord. Thank you that you are the lamb slain for us.
hands to heaven if you can pray in the spirit if you can pray in the spirit start to pray in the spirit come on pray in tongues all over this place come on something is about to happen here your power is here Lord anointing across this building right now come on can you feel it here it's holy it's holy it's holy come on every hand lifted to heaven all across this place Jesus 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 oh we give you honor Jesus 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 I'm telling you today, the power of God is going to touch this place. Lord, we ask you for a fresh fire from Him. Let it fall in this place. This is your service. Come do whatever you want to do in the name of Jesus. But we declare we will not leave as we came. Are you hungry for a touch of God? If you're hungry, listen to me. I want you to lift your hands and ask Him to fill you today. Lord, don't skip them. Those who's hungry, firstly for righteousness, fill them as your word says you will. Fill them as your word says you will. In the name of Jesus, let us not leave as we came. Come on, the glory of God is filling this auditorium all over this place. Forget the time. Forget the time. Just focus on His glory. Jesus. 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 There's just something about 
that made Master, Savior, Jesus, like a fragrance after the rain, Jesus, 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 little heaven and the earth. For kings and kingdoms, they will all pass away, but there's something about that thing, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. He's the master, Savior, Jesus. Like the fragrance after the rain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, come. You are welcome here. You are welcome here. Today is going to be a day of His glory. Touch us, Master. Touch us, heal us. If you're sick, you better take your healing right now, right in your seat. There's healing in the house. Receive your healing right now. Receive your healing right now. In the name of Jesus. I'm telling you this morning it's holy ground. Come on, tell the Lord today I receive my miracle. I receive my miracle today. I give you praise. I give you praise forevermore. And the people of God said amen and amen. Come on, give Jesus a great shout of praise. I don't want you to, to, to get too cozy in your seat because at 11.30 the power of God came getting into this building. Thank you guys. Boston, you, maybe you can just stay there, okay, if you don't mind. I told Eileen this morning, and I don't just say this lightly, especially for the guys on the stage. There's no band like Five City Band. Let me tell you what, what, I, what I sense when they start to sing is the anointing. And that makes the difference. You can, Eileen, um, she gave me the song that they, the new one that they sang, and I said to her, I don't like this song. And when they started singing it, I didn't knew it was the same song, and I cried. And she said, aha, uh -huh, I thought you didn't like it. I said, no, I love it. And um, also the Bible says, give honor where honor is due. You know, I want to thank everybody behind the scenes, especially my wife. You know, she's, she's running the whole Facebook live, YouTube live, people that get to this church, get to this church because of what she does behind the scenes. So uh, thank you so much for everybody that's here this morning. I, I just sense God. I said, I just sense God. Now, I want to start off by telling you this, that I would, rather, I would rather get to a shouting church than a dead church. 
I would rather get to a church that's believing than a church that's dead. Come on, I like a shouting church. I would rather be in a shouting church than in a dead church. Come on, I would rather be in a praising church than in a dead church. I would rather be in a church where folks run around than being in a dead church. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody right now. Thank God for a church that is alive. I said, thank God for a church that is alive. Thank God for the Word of God that's alive in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when you hear me speaking loud, I'm not shouting. I'm just loud. Do you know why I'm loud? Because I have the fire of God in me. I try to be quiet, but I can't be quiet. Because something in me changed. Something in me happened. I have seemed to fought too much to doubt. Amen? Come on, tell your neighbor, today is my day. Now, I, uh, I just feel the glory. I don't know how long I'm going to be. I just, what I feel right now, I believe with all of my heart, is going to flow over to services every Sunday that we experience. But I feel the power of God so strong on me. I want to speak to you shortly today because 1130, I'm trusting God that His power will sweep across this place. I want to talk to you a little bit on, on the, the character of God, if I can. The character of God. And I want to be, try to put everything in together that everybody understands. The character of God. We all, we all know the days that we're living in. Most people tell me that they worry about South Africa. That, that what's happening in South Africa. And the load sharing. And the prices that goes up. And everything that's, that's going on in this country. And people want to know, what do I believe God is going to do? What will happen in the, in the people ask me this. Do you think it's going to get better? No. Not for the world. But for the righteous of God, is going to be the best time of your life. I want you to look at the time and write down the time I'm telling you this. God is going to do it for the righteous in this hour. Like you've never seen before. There's a scripture that says, eyes have not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has entered into man's heart the things that God has prepared for those who love him. If you're a lover of God, you have not seen anything yet. You have to make, get ready because God is going to surprise you. Okay, I'm going to speak to this side. God is going to surprise you. God's miracles, the breakthroughs that He's going to bring to the body of Christ is going to surprise you. And let me add to this. It's going to surpass everything that you've ever thought that He can do. I, I, I know that I've quoted this scripture a million times, but let me quote it again. You know, they, they say that all over the world there's a famine. All right? There's a famine. And as you know, the economy is not good everywhere. Everybody is struggling. Everybody is fighting out there. But in, 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 in Scripture, if you look at what God spoke to Isaac when Isaac was in a famine, the Lord said to him, don't, now this is what God told me last night. And let me just say this to you. Last night, in, as I was in, in prayer, God said to, me, said to me this, tell the people, don't observe the wind. In other words, don't look what's going on around you. If you are going to do it, you're going to fail. We walk by faith and not by sight. We don't, we don't walk according to what we see, according to what we feel. Listen to me right now. I, I want to speak to people of faith. Even if this is five people in this house, your economy does not come from this world. Your economy comes from heaven. Come on, you have a wallet in heaven. Woo! The purse in heaven is open and it shall not run out. So as long as you look at the economy of this world, you're going to be part of this economy of this world. But we are not of this world. I said we are not of this world. Our Father is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The Bible says to Him belong all the gold, all the silver, all the cattle on a thousand hills. In heaven the streets of gold. I refuse to doubt His word. 
I said, I refuse to doubt these words. I said, I refuse to doubt these words. We are not part of this economy. I don't care what they say is going to happen in this nation. I only believe the word of God. And he says he has a hope and he has a future. Woo. Come on, those who believe this, lift your hands. I declare uncommon favor in the name of Jesus Christ to you and to your house. Uncommon favor. The Lord said to Isaac, don't you worry about the famine. I want you to do something extraordinary. I want you to sow in the land. What, Lord, you mean I, want, I have to sow in the famine? I should not store up? No, because you are not part of this economy. You are operating through the kingdom economy. The kingdom economy does not say, take, take, take. It says, give, give, give. So into, and this is what God said. You know, God, his character, part of his character, he is he's faithful, number one. Shout faithful. Come on, you can do better than that. He's faithful. That's part of his character. But what he said to Isaac is the same here. I'm going to bless you a hundredfold. Okay, so let me speak to this side. The same here. Before the clock strikes midnight, 31 December, there must be a hundredfold return in the name of Jesus. There must be a hundredfold return. If his word says it, he means it. Now I'm going to show you later on how we're going to get there. But this is what God said to him, don't observe the wind. Don't look at what's going on around you. Come on, tell your husband now. I'll give you the right. Tell him now. Stop speaking negative. Tell your wife the same thing. If she kicks you out, you can come sleep here. But tell your wife, stop speaking negatively. My wife want to say something to me. I, don't, I didn't hear. Can somebody just usher out, please? Can just, just take it Stop speaking negatively, all right? So we speak faith. Say with me, we speak faith. Come on, one more time. We speak faith. Because we are people of faith. I said, we are people of faith. Come on, I said, we are people of faith. And faith pleases God. I can, t I can take you stories for stories for stories where there was drought. But the one that I just love is because it's uncommon. It's Elijah. God spoke to the prophet and he said to the prophet, there will be a drought. But people don't realize Elijah prophesied the drought. And while Elijah prophesies the drought, he realizes that the drought will affect him too. When God spoke to Elijah and said there will be a drought, God knew that the drought is not going to affect Elijah because God takes care of his own. So when God said to him, tell the people there will be a drought, God did not mean for him. Oh, come on somebody. What God was actually telling him, I'm going to show you how I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to show you that you don't need anything but El Shaddai. I'm going to show you you don't need anything but Jehovah Jireh. I'm going to show you that I am more than enough. Come on, I'm more than enough. I'll supply all of your needs. All of your needs shall be taken care of. What God wanted to tell him is, I'm a good father. While you still speak, I hear you. While you still call, I'll answer you. You don't have to worry about the day of tomorrow, for I'm already there. Don't worry, Elijah, about what you will eat or what you will wear. Your heavenly father knows what you need, even before you ask him. Deliver the word to the nations and say, there's a famine coming. But tell my people, don't look at the wind, for I will surely be your God. I'll be your rock. I'll be your salvation. I'll be your hiding place. I'll be your glory. I'll be the lifter of your head. I'll provide for you. I'll take care of you. I'll feed you. I'll clothe you. Woo! I'll heal you. I'll redeem you. 
I'll save you. I'll provide for you. I'll protect you. I will lead you. I will guide you. I will help you. I will uplift you. I will fight for you. Woo! Woo! I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost in this place. Because that's his character. He's a good father. So Elijah, don't you worry. I've used uncommon things to feed you. This is what God tells him. God gives him an instruction. Now, I want you to write that down. Number one, very important. For you to enter the thing that God is going to take the world in, you have to obey him. Even when it sounds stupid. Even if it sounds not logical. Faith is not logical. Ooh, hallelujah. Come on, for those of you who do not know this, this is our motto here. Faith does not make sense. It makes miracles. So God says, go down to the brook to roof. That's the first thing he needed to do. He needed to go down to the brook. Because there was still water there. And then I love what God says next. He says, I spoke to a raven and his friends. And don't you worry where food will come from. They will supply for you meat and bread. In other words, what God said to him, they're going to sli- supply you with a hamburger. All the prophets like hamburgers. Meat and bread. The first burger, Jehovah Jireh burgers. It landed, <laughs> it landed right next to that river. But you see, I love this. So God uses an uncommon animal to bring, now I love the following. Think about this now. Elijah had water. But the ravens had the meat and the bread. So the ravens knew that if they bring the prophet of God, meat and bread, that there will be water for them. You see what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. I said, well, let me say that one more time. What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. And it's, it's so strange how God uses the ravens because ravens are scavengers. They are hunting birds. They are stingy animals. They don't share. So what God is saying, I'm going to use the stingy to bless you. Your stingy boss has no idea what's coming to him. He's going to have to call you in and say, there's a race for you and there's a race for you and there's a race for you and there's a race for you. Hallelujah. The worldly people will see you and just know they need to bless you. I heard a preacher. They attacked him on television, left, light, and center. He said he walked into a, into a restaurant and everybody says, oh, that's the preacher. Here's the preacher again. The one's on television. And he says, oh, hello, how are you doing today? And he says, a guy walked towards him and slapped $10,000 on the table and said, just take it. And he walked away. I said, that's uncommon favor. May your enemies come to your house and just throw money at you. Come, who receives that, by the way? May your enemies just call you up and say, give me your bank account. I need to bless you. Come on, you better tell somebody that looks down, God is going to use the stingy to bless you. Come on, say it like you mean it. Come on, I want you to turn to the other person and say, that drought will not affect you. God supplies in unexpected, unexpected ways, unusual ways. So what I want to say of number two, this is the time that you will see God supply unusual, in unusual ways for His people. 
If they say there's no Sasco Sam in ShopRite, Sasco Scam will find its way to your house. God has your address. I said, God has your address. I said, God has your address. Why didn't God use a dove or a, or a you know, a parrot? We rebuke you. Or a parrot to bless you. But he used a raven. A stingy animal. That's the kind of God that we serve. Listen to me. Let me grab this other one because I'm going to eat something. Where's the other one? Thank you and hallelujah. So God used a stingy animal to bless you. Only God can do that. You see, people sit here today. I sense it in my spirit that you say, Vessel, it's not going to happen. It can't happen because you don't know who I work for. And you don't know how bad business is outside. Let me tell you, this is not my mic. This is something else. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the ravens drop a new microphone. He agrees. So think about what I'm telling you. You might say, you don't know how bad it is outside. I just know the word of God. I know that before it's, the sun comes through, there must be a very darkness. Darkness is always a sign that there's breakthrough coming. I said darkness is always a sign that the light is about to break through for you. Hallelujah. So when God said there's going to be a famine around the world, he knew that he's not going to affect his servant. And this famine that's coming around the world right now, the economic downfall will not affect you. It will not affect your household. Listen to me. When you lose your job, your job is not your source. You look to Jehovah Jireh. I said, you look to Jehovah Jireh and say, you are my source. You are my source. In actual fact, I want to challenge everybody when you get home today. Lay your hands on your doorpost and say, Lord, I'm going to call this place Jehovah Jireh. My God shall provide. Hallelujah. This is what, what Abraham did. He found the place where God showed him and he called the place Jehovah Jireh. And listen to me, everywhere where you put, you put your foot, you better call Jehovah Jireh. God shall provide. If you believe it, you better shout. Every day, that, every day the ravens brought him, brought him meat. Every day they brought him bread. And this prophet of God was taken care of. You know, this is why the Bible says, that's not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. You know, a lot of people that attacks the prophets of God, the men of God, have lack in their houses. They don't know why. Can somebody sort this thing out, please? Unplug everything that you need to unplug except for the keyboard. Can I use this one again? Okay, gonna pull it out. Come on in moments like this. I sing out a song. I sing out a love song. What a save, what a save. Okay, so let's get back to the word. We rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. You know why, the, why this is happening? Because the devil doesn't want you to hear the word. He wants you to get disrupted and we're not going to get disrupted. Amen. In Jesus' name. So let's, let's go back to this. Backtrack. The raven supported, supplied. Scripture says this. That's not my anointing. Do my prophets no harm. And so what people don't read on, they say, for doing that, God has withhold your bread. So a lot of people that attack men of God have lack in their homes. Do you know why? Because God has cursed their bread. 
If you don't agree with a man of God, pray for him. But don't speak about him. Don't go on social media and blah, 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 with the man of God. Don't do that. You're walking in dangerous territory. It's men of God has been anointed by God. And not everybody is fake. And not everybody is false. Are you listening to me? And those who's really preaching the true gospel of Jesus Christ goes through so, so much persecution and hate. They don't need to be added on to it. Are you listening? So God said, I'm going to take care of my own. Ravens comes, they support him. But here's the thing. There came a day where the ravens no longer came. Do you know why? Because the water dried up. The brook dried up. But I did not see in the scriptures that Elijah said, your God forgot about me. Or he did, not, uh, he did not keep his word. He did not say that. Because he already had a word. He already knew where he was going. You see, when you understand your destination, you will know that no weapon formed against you will prosper along the way. When you know your destination, you know that it doesn't matter what the enemy plans for me, my footsteps have been ordered by the Lord. By the Lord. If they say there's a famine, you can say I'm not part of that famine. My footsteps have been ordered by the Lord. Do you agree with me? I said, do you agree with me? So when the, when the brook dried up, the provision did not stop. What did I always teach you? The vehicle that brings the miracle just changed. When the ravens could no longer bring the miracle, God spoke to Elijah and he said, I spoke to a widow woman. He did not say, I spoke to a rich businessman. He said, I spoke to a widow. Lord, of everybody you spoke of, why didn't you just get the business guy just to help me? Because God is in the business of restoring. He did not just want to bless Elijah. He wanted to turn this woman's life around. The only thing that he's waiting for. And yes, Holy Spirit, let me just say this. I believe God spoke to other people. They did not listen. But he found the widow. And she says, Lord, I'll, I'll be obedient. I'll be obedient, Lord. And because she was obedient, God could restore everything she's lost. Are you listening to me? He went down. The scripture says he, went, he, he met this woman. And he asked her, can you give me something to drink? And she said, no problem. And he thought, okay, now I've got her. Now I'm going to just stir her faith a little bit. And he said, give me something to eat while you're at it. And she says, oh, hang on now. What I can do, but I just have a little bit of oil. A little bit of flour. My son and I, we're going to have our last meal, then we're going to die. And he says, no woman, hang on. Give to me first. In other words, now he taught the kingdom principles. Now, think about this. If you do that today, you will find it in the built. False prophet steals widows' lost money. No, no. Pastor steal kerse geld. I'm going I'm to touch on that today, and I'm going to get the religious spirit mad. We'll steal the kerse geld. How many of you heard that? The pastor steals the money. Sissel, what can we do here? I need, I need breakthrough here. Otherwise, I'm going to take off my mic and shout to the people. We need a breakthrough. Come on, let's rebuke this devil in Jesus' name. God preach like this. Goodbye. Lovely day. God bless you. See you next Sunday. All right, so I want you to hear this. This woman thought she's going to have a last meal. But God's intention is not for you to have your last meal. Forget sister, look at me. Forget sister, he's not there. He's not there. Lord, make him disappear. Look at me. You're going to miss the word. You don't want to miss the word. The word is much more important than sister. I know that guy can barely dance, but there's nothing like the word of God. 
Okay, let's try this one. So listen to the word of God. You don't want to miss the word of God. Amen. This woman said, I'm going to have my last meal before I die. This is what the devil wants you to believe. The first thing that, that the enemy does is when you see that finances is running low, what do you think? You think that I don't know how we're going to make it. Things look bad. We don't know how we're going to make it until month. But what God was, God was moving a faith. This one is even worse. God was moving a faith. Shaf, just into the service. You don't even realize. But what the scripture was, was, was teaching us here, this, this is what the Bible said. That Elijah said, first, and you will have. again okay i've got this one on all right so let's go on just just try to be in the spirit okay so he, he, this is what the scripture says if you give me first you will never have lack you'll have more than enough because what god does is god uses what's in your hand god, god uses your little and he multiplies it little in your hand is much in god's hands I'm speaking to you about kingdom order now, kingdom principles. You might say this is a little. I'm not going to make it until month. And that's not what God is asking. What God is asking is what are you willing to do? How, how far are you willing to obey God? Everything that you have is not yours. Look at your shoes quickly. Your shoes is not yours. It belongs to God. Your money is not yours. It belongs to God. Listen to me. If you die today, if the rapture happens, the government is going to take your money. You're not going to use that money in heaven. So why worry about money? When you stand before God, only one thing is going to matter. What have you done for the kingdom of God? That's it. It's not going to matter where you've been on holiday. And if you like holidays, have more holidays. But just hear me. Little in your hand is much in the hands of God. This woman says, I'm about to die. No, no, you're not going to die. Christ became your last supper so that you can eat and have more than enough. If you believe it, you better shout amen. amen. So this is what Vessel Dubrain tells the body of Christ. In this famine, God is going to take care of his own. And do you know what happened? The Bible says this. When this woman gave him a, a cake to eat first, her oil and her, and her flour did not cease. In other words, it just overflowed and overflowed until the rain started falling again. In other words, right through the drought, God took care of her. And God took care of the servant of the living God. Are you, are you alive in this building this morning? So if God took care of the widow and he take care of Elijah, he can take care of you. You see, God only wants somebody that sees an opportunity. That says, Lord, if you need something to happen, come to me first. I'll do it for you, Lord. Come on, if you want anything to be done, come to me first. I always ask the Lord, don't come to me second or third. You know people don't listen. Come to me first, Lord. I'll do it. Whatever you ask me, I'll do it. Because whatever I have is not mine. It's His. If you believe that, you better shout amen. I want you to say unexpected sources of supply. Come on, one more time. Unexpected sources of supply. 
So if you need God to do something for you, you have to ask God for a specific word. Tell me, Lord, what do you want me to do? Tell me, Lord, what do you want me to do? It's getting hot in here. Tell me, Lord, what do you want me to do and I'll get the job done. Come on, tell your neighbor. Whatever God wants you to do, just do it. And so scripture says, when the woman did no longer supply, we all know what happened. An angel of the Lord came. And the angel of the Lord supplied, gave him a cake that was so lacquer. It lasted him 40 days. Now imagine cake so nice, you eat once and you are full for 40 days. That's a cake. You see, but when, that's, that's the provision of God. When God provides for you, you will have no lack. What God brings lasts. This is why the Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes rich. He adds no sorrow to it. When God blesses you, it keeps you. It lasts you. And the way you've received the blessing is the way you keep the blessing. If it comes through this world, you're going to have to keep that blessing through strife. But when it comes from God, He'll keep it for you. You can go to bed and sleep and say, I have no worries for God is my provider. I'm thinking about this, you know, I've asked the Lord this. I said, Lord, we've missed the word of God somewhere. If I study the, the Bible, the Israelites and the Israelites, <laughs> the Bible says they were disobedient towards God in many things, but not in the giving. So the Bible says when they built a place for God, they brought so much that Moses had to stop them and say, we have more than enough. Now that's aggressive giving. Imagine people give so much that you have to say, stop. We don't have place to put all the money. I thought it was going to be quiet now. This, I like you guys. You guys get it. You guys get it. Just keep it. We, there's no more place for the gold. No more place for the silver. There's too much. So they forbade God in the giving. And the Bible says nobody lacked among them for 40 years because they made a crazy giving unto the Lord. Like, oh, come on now. They gave so much that God says, "Woo, it's too much. Moses says, all right, boys, more than enough. That, that seed lasted them 40 years. They walk in the desert as their feet grows, so does their shoes. As their bodies grows, so does their clothing. The Bible says there was none, not one feeble among them. They were blessed. I said they were blessed. I said they were blessed. Now, I don't know about you, but my Bible says God is not the respecter of man. If he has blessed them, he surely needs to bless me. I don't know how Christians, I call them religious guys. You know, they don't believe that God can prosper you. God is a God in heaven that wants to see you suffer. That's from the devil, by the way. I've never met a good father that wants to see his own children suffer. I, I, know, I know good fathers that want to do anything and everything for their children. How much more our heavenly father? Can I, can I preach to you right now? In the book of Acts, they were aggressive givers. The Bible says this, that Peter then preached to them. And right after that, scripture says, they sold all their possessions. In other words, the, if you read the Bible, sometimes we just need to read the word. In the New Testament, under grace, they brought properties money they laid it at the feet of the apostles read the bible afterwards after the giving the scripture says they had no lack nobody lacked among them 
So do you know what happens? After your giving, something changes. After you've touched the heart of God with your giving, something changes. I know there's somebody going to say, oh, this guy speaks about money again. I rebuke that spirit of Judas in you right now, in Jesus' name. Because God wants to set you free from financial difficulty in this hour. The church gave away. Now imagine this. Imagine I stand up here and say, come give your properties. I see a guy take out his gun, starts to shoot. Headline news. Pope City is a fake church. But in the book of Acts, they did it. The difference is they had no lack. The church of today does. I think about this. I've heard this, that in Nigeria, somebody preached in Nigeria, preached preach in Nigeria. He said he saw it with his own eyes. That they, people started running out in Nigeria to the stage and give, out, give away their cars. They sold their cars. In one night, more than 100 cars. Brand new cars that have given away. Houses, gold, jewelry. This is why they reckon Nigeria is one of the most prosperous nations in Africa. It's because those people realize how to sow. In Israel, Israel, I've never heard in my life they build a synagogue and they have to have a, 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 you know, a month of, you know, they try to raise money. There's no, there's no funds they need to raise. They build multi-million dollar synagogues. You know why? Because those men are, are taught, they grow up knowing to tithe and how to give. This is why they are so prosperous. Are you listening to me? This is why they are so prosperous, because they know how to give. Now imagine in this church, imagine in South Africa, I've never seen it in my life, that people will come out and throw down car keys and house keys and gold and silver and say, just do something for the work of God. We don't see that no more. We don't see this in this nation ever. So I've asked God, Lord, where did we miss? We miss out because we think that what we have is our security. Instead of seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all other things shall be added. You see, sometimes in your life, there will come a time in your life where you will have to come to a place where you say, Lord, I need to become an aggressive giver. It was quiet. I need somebody to help me preach in Faith City this morning. Lord, let me sow something that will cost me, but it will move your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what they've done. I mean, in Nigeria, giving away all those cars and houses and gold and silver and you name it. Come on, tell your neighbor he's talking to you. I rebuke. You mean mean. But we must become bold in our giving. Now, let me just say this to you that, you know, the church steal our money. Money can't be stolen if you give it. If you say that that preacher steals the money, did he put his hand in your pocket and take it out without you knowing it? If you give the money, you've given it. So let's get that right. Oh, the boss is going to eat Kentucky. So what? Can I shock you with the word? He says, the one who preaches God's things to you, spiritual things to you, the one who receives the word must, must share in all materialistic things. So in other words, your car is my car. Your house is my house. Oh, Vesel, I don't want to see that in the scripture. I'll read it to you. Romans 15, 27. It pleased them indeed, and they are the debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of the spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them in materialistic things. 
Now that's just one. There's more. There's a lot more scriptures that says the same thing. He who works in the temple must eat from the temple. Hello? He who preaches must eat from what he preaches. So if a pastor has a nice car, why is it always he stole the church's money? Why is it never somebody blessed him with a car? It is a new school. Why isn't it somebody blessed him with a pair of shoes? I was blessed with, I had, you know, places where I got, somebody would give me a suit. Maybe they feel bad for me. This is a suit. Thank you. And then you come back and say, woo, take that suit. It was given. They would attack my ring, Martin. Look at this ring. Maybe I prayed for it. Maybe I was on my knees more than you. Woo. Oh, I feel the fire and the glory of the Lord coming in this place. There was a, point, a place in Macedonia where Paul came, where the Bible says there was a famine around the world, and the church says, please take our finances and bless our, our, our apostles and those of the church. Then in another scripture in Corinthians, comes in a place in Macedonia again, where they begged Paul to take the offering. I want to come to that place. Where they beg you just to take my offering. Saul, when his father's donkeys was missing. The scripture says the servant, his servant came to him and said, I know of a man in this city, a man of God in this city. If we have men of God in the city, thank God, because that city is still okay. But we have a man of God in that city. He'll tell us where the donkeys is. You know what Saul said? Saul said, we cannot go to a man of God empty-handed. We have to bless the man of God. Today is it, oh, they, they steal the money. I don't know, they're ignorant or stupid, I don't know. I think stupid, but in any case, always the pastor steals the money. Yes, Lord. They go to Loftus Versfeld. They pay the ticket. More than 50,000 people sit in that place. The spring box lives in luxury. Nobody bats an eye. They don't tell Loftus Versfeld, you know, you should not ask money. We should be able to give whatever we want to give. You know, the Bible says not giving grudgingly, but not reluctantly, but, you know, with love. They didn't say that to Loftus Fairsfeld. They pay the man. And Loftus Fairsfeld does not take you to heaven. But there's some preachers that will preach you out of hell. I said, there's some preachers that will preach you out of hell. When you stand before God one day, you're not going to re be reminded of when the Springboks played the All Blacks, but you will be reminded of a Sunday morning that you sat in Faith City and heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is why we have to pray for men of God. This is why we have to support the work of God. So that this gospel can be preached all over the world. Listen to me. This church brings so many people into the kingdom of God. And you are part of it. Do you know that? Now imagine this. Say, big Paul, just take my offering. Take it because when you take it, there's a blessing on it. Let me say this to you. The takers only takes. And givers gives. I feel the glory of the Lord here. Woo, hallelujah. Do you sense the Lord in this building? He's here. I believe that the Lord wants to change your finances completely. But we have to become, to a, we have to come to a place right now where we are extravagant givers. Eileen so received this week, I didn't know of. When I got, to home, got home, I received the news. It took a day 
then my breakthrough came. And when I, I, I wanted to rejoice and tell my breakthrough came and I was reminded, your wife sowed a seed and therefore I've done what I've done. And this morning I told her, I said, if it was not for that seed that I've sowed, I mean the seed that you've sowed, it would have not been the case. That's how the kingdom operates in this hour. Lord, there's no bread. Whatever you need, sow towards it. I want to teach faith city this. Whatever you need, sow towards it. Give your seed a name. I said, give your seed a name. I want to come to a place where in, in our building, in this church, where we will be able to give out houses, cars, this is what, so that nobody lack among God's people. That lack must be a four-letter word in your vocabulary. I see some of the guys, you sweat now. Oh, you guys speaks about money. You know, you never have to give. I'm talking to the givers, not to the takers. This takers, you, you're going to pray until you're blue in the face unless you give and break the cycle. You can break the cycle. You have the decision to break that cycle. You guys in this block better get ready. The power of God is here. I just sense in my left again, the glory of the Lord is going to form. We must be bold in our giving. Solomon was so blessed, the richest man ever. But when they came to him for wisdom, what did they do? They brought him more gold. <laughs> they brought him more stuff. Lift your hands and say, Lord, make me an extravagant, bold, aggressive giver. Make me a bold giver, Lord. Lord, make your people bold givers in this day. Let us find the dots, Lord, back to the book of Acts, where nobody lacked, not even in famine, because they were all in one accord. They had the love of God. As hands is lifted, listen to me. If you're a lover of God, you're a giver. You're not a taker. Because everything that you have is, is His. So Lord, give us the instruction this morning. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want us to do, give us the instruction. Now come on, stand to your feet quickly. Lift those hands to heaven. Whew. Lord, we honor you. We honor your presence. We honor your presence. Just lift those hands to heaven. Glory to your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you will come and touch us. Lord, touch this whole block. I feel them draw from the anointing this morning. You promise us, Lord, even in famine, the righteous shall be taken care of. Even in famine. I pray, Lord, that you'll speak to the raven this morning. That you'll speak to the widow. That you speak to the angels, Master. That your people, Lord, will have no lack. Lord, I declare this again. Seven fat years coming to the body of Christ. Lord, those who believe your word, those who believe your commandments, seven fat years is coming, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I ask you for this week unusual supply. Unusual supply, Lord. A supernatural supply. Uncommon favor uncommon supply unusual breakthroughs in the name of Jesus let it be supernatural this week supernatural Lord oh the glory of the Lord is here touch your people everywhere Lord touch your people all over this place
bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name, Jesus. Korraba kore makitende leri masukotoromo. Ziprevendi chniprotondo shaka brama. Come on, you guys, lift your hands to heaven. You to my left, lift your hands to heaven. Lord, thank you for your power here. Oh, hallelujah. Let it touch them, Lord, all over. Let this anointing flow. In Jesus' name, let every yoke be destroyed by your mighty power. Let the power of God fall upon them. In the name of Jesus. Come on, receive it. It's here. That power of the Lord is here. Come, if you can pray in the Spirit, start to pray in the Spirit. Lift those voices to heaven. Thank you, Holy Spirit. From the front right to the back, touch them, Lord. We want your power. We want your glory, Lord. Let it fall upon us right now in the name of Jesus. Touch every life, heal every heart. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The power of God is here. Can we just, uh, Take this thing away. Come on, just pray, just pray, just pray in the spirit. The Lord is touching you. The Lord is touching you. Jesus, we honor you. We glorify your name. Come on, don't stop praying. Just pray, just pray. There's a shift in the atmosphere happening. Come on, right to the back, lift those voices and pray. This is your first time, you don't know what's going on. The glory of the Lord is here. God is touching His people. Yokes are being destroyed right now. Woo! Release your glory. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Shake this place, Lord. Shake this place this morning. Come on, don't stop praying. Praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. His glory is here. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Lord, financial yokes are broken. Broken in Jesus' name. 
redeemed. They worship you now. We love you, Jesus. Oh, come on, he's speaking, he's speaking. Just listen to him. Let your fire fall. I want to ask you one more time. Just lift your hands. I feel the anointing flowing out of me. All over this place, the glory of God is falling. Sending it around. This whole block in this corner. Lift your hands, the glory of the Lord is here. My God, my God, I give you praise. I give you praise for this power here, Lord. As they stand in unity, I pray that your power will fall. There it goes. There it goes. Hey, the power of the Lord is released. I feel it, Lord. I give you glory. I give you glory, Lord. Lord, this whole block, this whole block. Come, Andre, let me give it to you today. Take it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. This anointing is for His people. That's this whole block. You block, lift those hands. He's here. Thank you. Thank you for your mighty power here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Fresh fire. Fresh glory, Lord. Fresh fire from heaven, Lord. Touch them in the name of Jesus. Do it, Lord. Thank you. They will never be the same again. They will never be the same again. Never the same again. Let the fire of God fall on them, Lord. They will never be the same again, Lord. They will never be the same again. Fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Ghost upon them, Jesus. They will never be the same again. They will not leave as they came in Jesus' name. Shake us, Jesus. Do it this morning, Lord. That's the power of the Lord here. Lord, thank you for your glory. Thank you for your power. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your power. Thank you for your power here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Come on, your middle block, lift those hands to heaven. The glory of the Lord is on you. Oh! Don't leave this building without receiving the power. This is what we need in this day, the fire of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, touch Uncle Rich one more time. Oh! From his head, Lord, to the soles of his feet. New ideas, Lord, new vision. In the name of Jesus. Dreams like he's never seen before. In Jesus' mighty name. Ooh, that's the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your glory. Oh, the glory, the glory, the glory. Walk with me, guys. The glory of the Lord is on his people. This is the day that the Lord has made. Jesus. Oh, that's power. My goodness. Ah. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Fresh anointing. God is bringing you a breakthrough. That door is opening up this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, Joseph. The redeemed, they worship you now, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your touch. And those who are hungry will see. They will receive. Touch them, Jesus. Never be the same again. Never be the same again. Thank you, Lord, for your hand upon you. Thank you, Lord, for your hand upon you. There's a shift coming into finances. I hear the Lord say, Mighty breakthroughs has come. In the name of Jesus. I heard him just say, My spirit. Tell you guys to write down the things that you desire. And as you write it down, you declare it every day. He's going to bring it in. People that spoke against you and said you will fail, they will be amazed at what God has done with His food. I give you praise, Lord, that it shall surely come to pass. Such a power of the Lord here, guys. Come on, church, lift those hands one more time. Fresh, Lord. Fresh, fresh anointing. Lord, touch Martin this morning. Fresh power, Lord Jesus. Fresh power, Lord Jesus. That's the power of the Lord. That's the power of the Lord. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. You'll never be the same again. There goes, there goes the anointing. Bring Jeanette, Jeanette, come here. Come here, the glory of the Lord. Oh. Lord Jesus, thank you. Break through this morning. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare new joy. New joy, new joy, new joy, new joy. Take it. New joy in Jesus' name. Come on, are you hungry for God? Lift those hands and receive from that well. Anybody in the middle that's hungry for God, come make one line. Run out to the front quickly. I want to lay hands on you. I just I just feel the power of God. I don't want to stop this here. 
So I want the fresh fire of the Lord. Put him on one line, guys. Those who's in the middle block and you're hungry for the Lord, come. Come in one line. I just sense the glory of the Lord here. Lord, as I lay hands on them, let every yoke be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Let every yoke be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Whatever has bound them will no longer bind them. You set them free, Lord. You touch them by your mighty power. You in the front, lift your hands and start to pray. If you're not hungry for God, don't come out. You're hungry for the Lord. You're hungry for a touch from heaven. You want God to change you. The rest of the church, don't stop praying. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. It's time that the altars of our churches are being rebuilt. Where we seek Him on our faces. Father, do it today in the lives of your people. If I see the glory of God on you, I'm going to pray for you. If I don't see the glory, I'll skip you. Hungry for the Lord. Lord, I thank you. You, I thank you. So never be the same again. Never the same again. Never the same again, Lord. Never the same again. That's you. That's you. That's your Lord. That's your Lord. That's your Lord. That's your Jesus. That's your Lord. Thank you for your anointing. The power of God, quickly. The power of the Holy Ghost in this place. Jesus, do it. Destroy every yoke. Every yoke, Lord. Break every yoke in Jesus' name. Every yoke, Lord. Break it. Pray, 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 pray. Lord, do it. Let the glory of the Lord. Let the glory of the Lord come upon them, Lord Jesus. They'll never be the same again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your power, Lord. Thank you for your power. Oh, it's beautiful, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Receive the rub of God. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit power. Holy Spirit power. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Every yoke destroyed in Jesus' name. Come on, pray, 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 pray. Break every authority of the devil over your life. 
In Jesus' name. Lord, a 24-hour miracle. In Jesus' name. That's a lot. every heart's desire come on don't stop just worship him Jesus Jesus come by my altar by my altar Jesus thank you thank you Lord yokes destroyed right now in the name of Jesus come on don't stop praying Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. The power of the Lord. I rebuke it, Lord. I rebuke it. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Lift your hands, Lord Jesus, touch her. Touch her. I, just, I rebuke everything that's against her. Touch this mind. Set her free, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Every yoke destroyed. All the lights, in Jesus' name. Jesus' mighty name. Come on, the Lord is here. The Lord is here. Thank you, Jesus. I rebuke you with diabetes. Let her go. There's the healing power. Jesus is touching this body. Every form of pain in the lower back. I curse it in Jesus' name. Give me your other hand. Life. Life. The power of God flows like this. Better jump in. This is when breakthroughs comes. This kind of power changed my life. baptized in the spirit. I ask you fill it right now Lord. Let it be like a river. Receive it now in Jesus mighty name. Open your mouth and speak it. I declare it now from my innermost being. From a belly Lord it shall flow. In Jesus mighty name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Touch her. From her head to the soles of her feet.
and I prayed after the service, so you have to come now. You want God to do something for you? Thank you, Jesus. Come on, our team, now I want to pray for our ushers quickly. Come. The last anointing. like never before. Let them see your goodness like never before. Let them see breakthrough, uncommon favor in Jesus' mighty name. As you lift your hands to heaven, I ask the Lord to touch from your head to the soles of your feet. Let a new anointing touch them, Lord. Let a fresh anointing. Let a fresh power, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, that's them, Lord. Thank you so much, Jesus. Thank you so much, Jesus. Fresh anointing. My future is heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What is done? What is done? What is done? All the glory and the honor to the Son. My sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. My future is heaven. My future is heaven. I praise God. I praise God. What is done? What is done? All the glory and the honor to the Son. My sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. My future is heaven. I praise God for what is
this negative report foul spirit of cancer I curse you in Jesus name I command cancer to dry up and be gone cancer I command you in the name above every other name dry up and be gone spirit of cancer come out of this body in Jesus name I command you to live I command this stomach be healed in the name of Jesus Lord, let this resurrection power flow through her body in the name of Jesus. Life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for a testimony, Lord. Lord, I rebuke sickness and disease, those who are watching me. I thank you, Lord, for your healing power to flow through those rooms, in those homes, in those cars. We curse sickness and disease, Lord. Let your glory fill those homes. Heal them, touch them, change them. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I just sense it. Somebody watching me, Lord, with a suicidal spirit. I break that off your life right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I thank your Holy Spirit, your power. Release it across the airwaves in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Come on, I want somebody to shout glory to the Lamb of God. 